Hello, welcome to Footnotes from a Madman. I am your host, Robert Wallace. Today is September 25th, and this will be episode 42. Uh, if you've been listening in the past few weeks, um, well, the last two or three weeks I've recorded, but the last couple of episodes, um, you'll know that my wife and I were planning on going to Ireland and um, Scotland from the 9th to the 27th of this month. And I talked about the possibility of, um, you know, recording at some point, maybe while we were in Ireland. So, unfortunately, I'm recording at home, sitting in front of my computer, um, as I usually do. Um, so, on so we were supposed to leave for Ireland on nine nine. Um, so on nine two, my wife is a nurse. I'm a respiratory therapist. Um, and you're required every couple years to get um, certifications. Um, you'd get um, ACLS, PALS, NRP, a neonatal resuscitation, um, CPR, things like that. So on 9-2, uh, my wife is um, getting together with some other nurses that she works with, eight or ten other nurses are going to have a little NRP party. You know, they do a little potluck, they do it at somebody's uh, house who uh, is a trainer, and um, they all get together, have fun, do a little potluck, afterwards have a couple drinks or whatever, and just basically just have a good time of it and get their NRP done. Um, so my wife goes to that, um, and uh, that's on a Thursday, 9-2. Friday afternoon, she starts feeling not so good. She's kind of fatigued, run down, very, very tired. Um, she's starting to get a runny nose. Um, Saturday... She feels like absolute shit. Um, and decides that she should probably go and um, make sure that she doesn't have COVID. And, um, and so on Sunday, she goes to the urgent care and gets her test done. Of course, um, that comes back positive. Um, sometimes between Saturday and Sunday, I start getting some post-nasal drip, which I get a couple of times a year. No issue with that. Um, Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening, I start getting pretty fatigued. Um, Monday the 6th, I start feeling like absolute shit. So Tuesday the 7th, I go down and get tested. Um, and I'm positive. So, 
you can't fly, you can't go anywhere if you're positive inside of 10 days. So on Sunday, I couldn't give up, I couldn't give up the ghost. I was trying to figure out how we could still get to Scotland, um, you know, because after 10 days, I think we we're going to be in Ireland for seven or eight days. I'm like, maybe we can still get to Scotland and get a, a week in there. Um, um, but what happens is, sorry, I had to take a some water. What happens is once you test positive for COVID, you're going to test positive for up to three months. And so it would end up being a thing. Like we'd be having to prove that, um, you know, we had COVID, but we're, but it's done with so on and so forth. Um, and it just ended up being just not possible. So anyway, uh, we ended up not going on our trip. We then spend, you know, the next six or seven days canceling everything and trying to just get every try to getting some of our money back. Um, and then we ended up getting uh, most of our money back and rescheduling. So anyway, um, my wife works, you know, she's a nurse, an ICU nurse. Um, and like I said, they were all getting ready, you know, they all went to this uh, NRP party. She works with, you know, several other nurses, obviously. Well, one of them uh, has another job somewhere else. And she got notified that she got exposed to COVID. And I don't know um, the uh, length of time that she knew, uh, but come to find out, you know, on Friday or Saturday, come to find out that this bitch's whole entire family is homesick and her husband had actually tested positive for COVID. And this dumb bitch decided that she would still go to the NRP, quote unquote, NRP party. Um, in spite of the fact that she knew that her whole entire family was sick and that her husband had COVID. And that she should have been quarantined and, and not going out and seeing people. But this stupid, selfish bitch decided that she wanted to go to the NRP and get it done for free. She wasn't even due until November, from what I hear. But because, um, you know, it can be 150 bucks to get your NRP some places. She would get it free here, even though she didn't need it right now. She went ahead and went and exposed everybody at the party to COVID. Um, two other people came down positive. Two other people got pretty sick, but they ended up testing negative. Um, so I just wanted to punch that stupid bitch right in the throat. Um, just a selfish motherfucker. It's so asinine. Even if it's a common cold or the flu, 
your whole your whole entire family has symptoms, and you just decide you're gonna drag all these germs off the, off to everybody. Just selfish stupidity. She's a nurse, and she's the most ignorant motherfucker I've ever met in my life. I worked with her years ago, and she is a stupid, terrible nurse. And this just reiterated the fact that she is selfish, ignorant, stupid. Pick a word. Um, still not over it, as you can tell. I'm still fucking pissed. Anyway, um, so uh, she, I guess, come the next week, she ended up testing positive, too. Um, too bad it didn't kill her. <laughs> All right, that's mean. I mean it, though, but I, that's too mean. I shouldn't say it out loud, but I do mean it. I hate her right now. I hate her with a passion. Uh, <laughs> Um, anyway, so, uh, sorry, that's my, that's my evil side coming out. So, this shit is no joke. Okay, my wife gets sick. <clears throat> She's got a flu-like symptoms, nausea, um, a headache, um, a runny nose for a week, week and a half. Um, and then she starts feeling better. She lost her sense of taste, though. Um, and so she was really bummed. I mean, you know, both my wife and I like food. Um, and I'm not going to lie about that. You know, my wife, her metabolism is better than mine because she maintains her weight. Me, I just put on weight. So, um, but we both like food. So... Um, she was pretty bummed when she lost her sense of taste. Uh, she lost it for, excuse me, about a week or so. Um, me, I was a little late to the party. Um, you know, I was two, three days behind her. And I got hit like a muck, Mack truck. <clears throat> excuse me. Hang on a second. Let me have a sip of coffee here. I got hit like a motherfucker. That truck run me over, backed up and run me over again. Um, <clears throat> I uh, am still, I've still got a little bit of a, you can probably hear it in my voice. Um, I got a little bit of the sickness in me still. Um, still have a little bit of a cough. Uh, I had a bad cough for, for a week, a week and a half. So, so much coughing that my ribs are sore. The intercostal muscles are sore. Like I've been in a fight. Like somebody's been punching my ribs. Um, my, you know, your, your oxygen saturation for, for most people, um, if you're, you know, got normal lungs and so on and so forth, you, you know, your oxygen level should be greater than 95, usually 98%. Um, my wife ended up buying me one of those uh, miniature ones that you can get at Walmart or Amazon. Um, and my oxygen uh, levels were in the low 80s, um, 81, 82 sometimes, um, depending on if I moved around or if I was particularly fatigued. Um, and so uh, there were... There was probably two, three, maybe even four days, somewhere around 
like the the eighth through maybe the eleventh or twelfth, that I probably I could have been in the hospital. Uh, I I needed oxygen. Um, my wife had a tough love approach. Um, she ended up uh, getting an incentive spirometer from work, which if you've had any kind of surgery, you know that the therapist will come in afterwards and make you breathe into this thing and make you take in deep breaths and it hurts like a motherfucker. I, my lungs, I didn't have any like pneumonia. I didn't have any, um, I didn't have any like shunting or any, you know, my lungs weren't really like shutting down or getting atelectatic or anything fluid or anything like that. I was able to, to use the incentive spirometer and take deep breaths and no issues. The problem was is that my body was eating up the oxygen in my blood. I needed oxygen. And so the incentive spirometer, while I'm taking in really deep breaths, it's getting my saturation from 81 to 85 by taking these deep breaths. That's the best I'm getting. And, um, you know... I'm uh, dizzy, lethargic. Um, yeah, I sleep with a CPAP because I get sleep apnea. And so if I got super fatigued or whatever, I would put on my CPAP. Um, it gives you um, an artificial, um, you know, uh, it's CPAP. It gives you an artificial level, um, which will actually, even though you're not getting more oxygen, in your blood, um, it will actually raise your oxygen level a little bit. And so I ended up um, sleeping a lot during the day. Sometimes I would take a nap for three or four hours and then still sleep at night for 10, 11 hours. And I'd have my CPAP on the entire time. And that was probably one of the reasons that I didn't get admitted is because I had that CPAP and I wore it a lot. Um, and that kept my oxygen levels up in the 87, 88. Sometimes I got up to 90. Um, and just coughing all this stuff up all constantly. Um, I would imagine if I wasn't coughing or maybe if I wasn't doing the incentive spirometer, all that stuff would have settled in there and really fucked up my lungs. As it is, I still get fatigued. Um... And, you know, I still breathe a little bit heavy. I get, you know, I mean, even simple things. Like I was screwing something into the wall yesterday. I mean, this is, you know, today's the, today's the 25th. Um, so yesterday is 24th. I mean, we were talking like two and a half, two and a half weeks later. And I got winded screwing a screw into the wall. Um... So I'm not out of the woods completely, but I'm coming back. So, um, yeah, my wife and I took the dogs for um, a walk last week or late last week. And um, I ran just, I don't know, shit, probably 30, 40 feet. And I was dying, dying, coughing, coughing, dying, just exhausted, fatigued. 
I get got home and I checked my saturation levels and they were they were really low. I ended up uh, having to go lay down and put on my CPAP after that. It was it was stupid. I shouldn't have run. I knew it was probably going to set me back, but it's one of those things where you're like you kind of want to see where you're at and so you do something and then you regret it. So um Anyway, let's uh, let's go ahead and take a break here for a second. So it was interesting that um, at my probably at my worst um, sometime between the 8th and the 11th and 12th, what have you, um, we were trying to figure out um, most of the places in Ireland were, like, not fired up to give us our money back. Most of them were like, oh, yeah, if you just pick a date next year, we can just move it. And they wouldn't just hold the money. They wouldn't just sit there and wait for us to decide so... Uh, the you know my wife's not at her hundred percent and I'm feeling like absolute shit and we're trying to figure out when we're gonna do our next trip or when we're gonna push the trip to um, next year. Um, it's interesting. Uh, it, uh, I say that you know um, I like that word interesting. Anyways, um, my wife and I got on each other's nerves really easy. Um, and I don't know if both of us were just fatigued, but man, she was picking some fights and I was not in my right mind. Even now, I tried to think what we were arguing about and I have no idea. Um, I know I was lethargic and just out of it. I, and we were just arguing about the trip or arguing about like how we said things to each other or just stupid shit she wanted me to read something in her phone and I'm like no stop you know whatever I said I think I she says I told her she was pushy I've never told her I've never thought of her as pushy I've never told her that she was pushy uh, I'm like I'm, maybe I said stop pushing for me to read it basically but I don't even know we were just arguing about shit it was terrible um but man, I'm coughing my lungs out, I'm coughing my brains out, and uh, she uh, ended up getting like a Z-pack just in case um, she had a bacteria infection. Um, and then sometime around, let's see, I got sick around the 5th, around the 15th, we're talking 10 days later, I'm still absolutely feeling like shit. I ended up get, doing a Zoom um, with the doctor, getting a Z-Pack just in case it was bacteria that was hanging on, um, and getting a cough medicine because um, I was still just fucked up. Ten days, ten days later, I mean, I tested positive on the 7th, but I started feeling poor on the 5th, and by the 15th, still coughing my brains out, feeling like shit, barely barely breathing um at, 
I think on that day, I told my wife I needed to go to um, the emergency and she said no. <laughs> she said she would agree for me to do a Zoom and, and get some stuff, but she's like, you're not going to the hospital. It's dirty and disgusting there and you're not staying overnight there. Who knows what you'll catch? She goes, you're not going in there. So um, I was like, fuck, okay. So again, still using my CPAP, trying to um, keep my oxygen levels up high enough to where I wasn't completely like, um, I mean, I was dizzy. Every time I stood up, I was dizzy. Um, there were times I, I almost fell just, uh, just from turning, just my whole mind, my whole brain was just was spinning. Um, so, She's giving me some tough love, but she's like, you're fucking not going into the hospital. Absolutely not. So, <clears throat> um, so then the, uh, she works with the physicians, you know, obviously in the hospital. And one of them had, um, bought a townhouse condo in Oxnard, California, right? Like very close to the beach. And, um, you know, he felt bad that we were not able to go on our Ireland trip. And so, um, and the, the couple that we were um, supposed to go with, um, they were they were just devastated that they were gonna have to go by themselves. And, um, you know, we were supposed to leave on the ninth, and on the eighth, they decided that they couldn't that they couldn't go without us, and so they just started trying to cancel everything, cancel, 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 and so that was really nice. You know, they were able to to cancel pretty much everything that we were able to. Um, There's only one or two things that we weren't able to get our money back, so we probably lost four or six hundred dollars, something like that, but. Um, overall, everybody has been um, really nice. I mean, we we planned this fucking thing in 2019. Uh, October of 2019, we were going to go September 2020. And then, you know, all the shit broke, lo broke loose with COVID. And, and so then we switched it to 2021. And then, of course, we catch COVID. And it's like, fuck me. So now we're going in August... Uh, we're going late August, early September of 2022 if the world doesn't fucking burn down. Anyway, so they were really nice about, oh yeah, they didn't want to go without us. And so um, they ended up going with us to um, Oxnard. And so we're supposed to go to Oxnard from um, the 21st to the 25th. Um, and then my wife my wife finds out on the 20th in the evening that her uh, very, very best friend from college that she's known for 20-something years, you know, her and, uh, my wife's mom and her mom were best friends when they were going to high school and so on and so forth. And um, so her friend's mom passed away. So um, she's in Minnesota. So... Um, you know, she's calling and they're like, oh, we have to do the 
the funeral this weekend, and so um, we ended up having to, you know, we're going to Oxnard from, like I said, from the 21st to the 25th, we ended up having to cut that in half, um, and so, you know, we get up into Oxnard and on the 21st and have to come home on the Thursday, the 23rd, so my wife could fly out um, yesterday to Minnesota. Uh, actually, she needed to go up into Iron Mountain, Kingsford, Michigan, which is upper Michigan, so that she could pop over into uh, Wisconsin. That's where the actual um, service is, because uh, that's where her friend's dad is buried, up there in Florence, Wisconsin, a small little town up there. So my wife... I dropped her off. I got her to the airport. Her flight was at 5.45 in the morning out of Ontario. And uh, she arrived into Iron Mountain, Michigan at like 5 uh, p.m., you know, their time, which is two hours. Um, so she spent all day on airplane. She flew to Denver and then Minneapolis and then up into Iron Mountain. So she... Had a long day of flying yesterday. Um, so I guess I guess it worked out okay. My, my son ended up um, having a hernia. And so he had surgery on the 20th. And he kind of came over and he was going to take care of the dogs. I had hernia a couple years ago. I, I'm sure that I've talked about that a little bit. So I knew he was going to be okay and he'd be able to not like bend down and really take care of the dogs, but, but he'd be able to feed them and, you know, do a few things with them. And, um, our dogs are pretty low maintenance for the most part. So I knew that he'd be okay hanging out here. Um, and so we were with him on the 20th and then the 21st in the morning, he was doing well. And so we're like, all right, we're going to head up to Oxnard. So... Um, I guess in some ways it was nice that we were not in Ireland and we were, um, here for his surgery. And, um, I guess in a lot of ways it's nice that, uh, my wife didn't miss, um, you know, her best friend's mom's, uh, funeral. You know, she's told me many times that she promised Judy that she would go to her funeral. You know, Judy was big on that. She just absolutely made Terry promise that she would be there. And Terry's like, yes, I promise I'll be there. Um, and so it ended up being, you know, if we were in Ireland, it, it just would have been like, yeah, okay, I get it, I can't go. But um, that probably would have stuck with her for the rest of her life, knowing that she um, wasn't able to follow through on a promise that she had made. Granted, it, it's obvious that, you know, the reason that you couldn't do it, but, um, so it ends up working out okay. It's, uh, in a, in like this weird, in this weird way, um, it ends up being good, you know what I mean? Uh, so, anyway, um, so, yeah, we were, um, Still supposed to be in Ireland or Scotland right now. Uh, we ended up pushing it to August of next year. 
we were going to be going to uh, Ballynock and Cookery um, and meet the, you know, real pretty famous chef there and things like that. Um, but um, they don't even know if their bed and breakfast is going to be open next year. And so, um, you know, they kind of were like, yeah, we can't push your money forward. Sorry. So we were out a few, like 300 bucks, $350 on that. Um, and, um, you know, we've been pushing this forward for uh, two years. And um, now we're not even going to uh, go there because they think that, it's, that they're not even going to be, they're not even sure if they're going to be open. Um, so we lost some money on that one. Um, there are a few things, there are a few benefits, like, you know, there was some stuff that was, uh, hold on one second. Okay, sorry about that. So, you know, I record at home on my phone, and uh, with my wife gone, I don't sleep very well. So it's actually around 3.30 in the morning right now, and uh, the dog across the street was barking which he doesn't normally do, honestly. And so um, I was heading out front to see what the fuck was going on. And just the neighbors were, were getting home from whatever. They're, they're kind of looking at me and I'm like, okay. And basically just letting people know that, uh, you know, they're being watched. Shit, shit doesn't just happen around here without people knowing about it. So anyway, that was my quick pause. Sorry about that. Um, I have no fucking clue what I was talking about. Oh, yeah. Um, sorry. Um, so a lot of, a lot of stuff for this year was kind of just slowly, um, opening. Uh, and there was a few things that we had planned on doing that still wasn't open. Uh, so... Uh, hopefully next year, you know, we're, we're already planning other tours and other things that were not available this year. So that's kind of nice. Um, we're kind of getting that hooked up. So, um, if the world doesn't burn down, we'll be in Ireland next year around, uh, you know, August 23rd through September, like, 13th. I think we went ahead and extended it two more days or something like that. So now we're going to be a full 21 days. We're like, fuck it, fuck it, we're going, we got to go. We're going to be there three weeks, do or die. I think uh, if we, if something happens next year, I don't know that we'll keep trying. I think we'll just be fucking done. Um, and wait until we retire, uh, wait until all this shit just passes. Um, my son turns 30 in June, Brandon, my older son, uh, in June, June 10th. And so we're going to do a cruise into the Bahamas and we're just fingers crossed that that shit's going to happen. Um, so, uh, anyway... Um, but this COVID shit is serious. My wife and I had 
kind of a false sense of security uh, in the fact that we thought that we had the vaccine, therefore um, our chances of getting COVID were very reduced. Um, and then come to find out that, you know, it's kind of, the vaccine kind of is worn down and basically you're in the same position you were, you know, before you got the vaccine nine, ten months later. So um, we were disappointed with that. I think if we had an idea that that was going on, we probably would have treated things a little differently. Um, you know, her going to the NRP thing, she's like, yeah, I could have I could have worn a mask anyway, um, you know, been a little more diligent. But like I said, you know, she had a false sense of security. And who would have thought that a stupid-ass bitch would bring germs and, you know, your whole entire family is sick and you go ahead and come to a party? Who would have thought that kind of shit would have happened with a bunch of nurses? But, um, you know, they're selfish, stupid bitches in all, in all walks of life. So... My guess is that uh, the COVID vaccination will probably become part of uh, the flu shot that you can get every year. Um, you know, the flu shot, it's not like a polio shot or what have you, where you're forever cured against the flu. You know, you have to get it every year, so... That's my guess is that COVID's going to get blended in, in with that eventually, once we get past all the arguing and fighting about it. Um, so, um, you know, I just uh, it's it's unfortunate. I think yeah, we would have we would have definitely uh, been a little more diligent um, uh, about how we were doing things. The funny part is that. Our travel companion, Cheryl, um, she works with my wife. She's a nurse. She works with her in the NICU. She was at that same party. Um, and she was distant enough or whatever, however it went down, where she didn't get the same exposure. And so while she was at the same party, she didn't get sick at all. Um, so it's, it's interesting to compare the different you know, um, aspects, um, you know, people's perspectives and, um, a little bit of distance between people. Uh, you know, my wife was sitting right next to this dumb bitch who got her sick and then, um, you know, did the mannequin part right after that one. So she just kind of, you know, even though they did some wipe down or whatever is the, there was still obviously enough germs, um, for my wife to get sick. Um, so we've talked about next year, kind of <laughs> like two, three weeks beforehand, we're going to reject everything. There'll be no parties. There'll be no leaving the house. There'll be nothing. We will be like the astronaut from the 60s where they had to quarantine from their family and everybody for like two weeks before they went into space. And that's what we're going to do is like, and we've already started talking about if there's death next year, what deaths would be an acceptable 
what person would be acceptable to cancel the trip and what ones would not be acceptable to cancel the trip. <laughs> so it was kind of funny. Both of my parents are gone. I just said, there's nobody left in my family that I'd cancel the trip for. My siblings, I'm like, fuck that. I, I wouldn't cancel a, this trip for one of my siblings. And my wife's like, eh, I'm a little closer to my family. I guess I might, you know, and her dad's still alive, but he's in really good health. Who knows what'll happen over the next year, but um, he's, he's in really good health and, um, so yeah, we're we're already planning like, um, <coughs> excuse me, we're already planning like, hey, if if this person dies, we're absolutely not calling this trip off. My wife and I decided that if we if we die, we're still going. I'm like, just burn me up and take my ashes with you, or or don't, whatever. It's like, fuck, I'm dead. Take the trip, go. She's like, I feel the same way. Just go. Just take my ashes or don't. Whatever. Just go. So we've already had that agreement. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you're going to uh, probably throughout this next year hear me talking a little bit. Uh, looking forward to our Ireland trip. Still, uh, this shit was put on pause. Um but um, take this COVID thing serious, man. Um, I seriously, I, you know, uh, the thing that's the most disappointing to me is um, what I accepted in my own health. I knew I wasn't healthy. I knew I wasn't 100%. I mean, you've heard me over the last nine months or six, eight months, whatever, where I'm trying to lose some weight and trying to exercise and eat better and things like that. And it's just kind of, you know, it's working or it's not working, you know what I mean? Um, and just accepting it, um, you know, and being 50 pounds overweight, but I'm like going to the gym and I'm exercising and, the weight's not, you know, coming off, but I'm, but I'm, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, I'm, I'm getting healthier, you know, even though my weight's not coming off, I'm getting healthier. It's like, that's a fucking bullshit, and I never should have accepted that shit, you know what I mean? Um, and so that is so disappointing. I'm very disappointed in myself that I was accepting that bullshit. So, um, anyway, I ended up losing um, my taste um, and sense of smell and all that and with all my coughing and um, fatigue and lethargy whatever I ended up just barely eating um, and so over like a week and week and a half I ended up losing f 15 pounds um, so and of course, you know, my wife with her tough love, she's like, well, good for you. What a great diet plan. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, dude. No, I'm not eating because I feel like shit. The fuck? And she's like, well, good for you that you knocked that weight off. Good for you. <laughs> I'm like, oh, geez. Um, but anyway, I mean, it, it is good. Um, so now I'm back down to 
220, so now I'm only like 40 pounds uh, <laughs> overweight. Um, and I've been, you know, being a little bit more diligent. My taste is just now kind of starting to come back. So I'm trying to be real diligent and careful that I don't just go right back to eating how I used to and just shoving my fucking fat ass face full of food. Um, I got to take this shit serious, you know what I mean? It's like, you gotta take your health serious. You can't just say, oh, it's good enough, or it's acceptable, or, oh, I'll deal with it later, or, oh, I'm coming along slowly. No, you need to take that shit serious. Um, so, that's my um, advice. Give yourself a, a fighting chance. Um, I think that I'm, I was just barely healthy enough um, to not get fucked over and have to be in the hospital. Um, although I probably should have been in the hospital, but um, I was borderline, like I was telling you. I was kind of borderline, and my wife's like, no, you're not going. And I was able to make it work. But, man, if I was, if I was less healthy than what I was, um, yeah, I would have been fucked. I would have been in the hospital for sure. Um, and, you know, probably just on oxygen, but who knows, you know what I mean? If, if I was less active than I had been, um, who knows, who knows where I would be right now. So, um, you know, just, you got to take this shit serious. Um, you know, get the vaccine. It's fine. Uh, if you've already gotten it, get the booster, whatever. Wear your mask. Um, it's it's all been so politicized, but protect yourself, you know. Fuck all the political bullshit, mask, vaccine, blah, blah, blah. It's like, do what works for you, you know. Um, I'm glad I had the vaccine. I feel like the vaccine helped me not be as sick as I possibly could have been. Um, so I think there was a combination of things that kept me kept me from being far more sick than I could have been, in my opinion. I mean, there, you know, there's no way to know 100%, but that's my opinion. So, you know, do, do what works for you. Um, you know, I'm, I don't care if you're anti-vaxxer or whatever. It's like... If that works for you, fine. I don't give a shit. Um, but my recommendation is that you get the vaccine and that you wear your masks and that you do all the shit and stop being so political. Um, anyway, so uh, I don't know that every other country out there is making all this stuff political, but America sure is a mask and... And the vaccine, it's like, I've never seen such political division over a fucking mask. Um, but, uh, anyway, so, I'm not gonna talk about that today. That's not where I was headed. I was just kind of sharing, um, our story of not being able to get to Ireland and why, and, uh, that was... That was all I was going to talk about today. I'm not going to go off on people and 
get on my soapbox other than to punch that stupid fucking nurse bitch in the fucking throat. That's my soapbox today. If you're sick, or if you're somebody in your family is sick, stay the fuck home. Don't take your shit somewhere else. Who doesn't know that shit? Don't you learn that when you're fucking five years old? You don't take your snotty ass shit to somebody else's bedroom, somebody else's house. You keep your shit to yourself. You don't just go places just because you're a selfish bitch. All right, so. <laughs> I'm still on my soapbox about that one. I want we... For the first week that we were sick, we would sit on the couch and talk about ways that we were going to murder that stupid bitch. <laughs> I'm not proud of it. I'm just saying. That's what we did. <laughs> anyway. So, alright y'all. Well, I appreciate you uh, joining me this week. Um, and um, sorry I didn't have any kind of musings of uh, about Ireland and Scotland, it's, it's disappointing. I was, I was looking forward to doing a episode or two from the different countries, but uh, such is life. You know, you gotta roll with the punches. So, uh, anyways, um, again, thank you all for joining me, and I hope you have a fantastic week. Take care.